0: Growing up, everyone knew I was gay except me. I was like, why are people so mean to me? Why do? Why am I bullied at school? I don't understand. Like one of my nicknames in fifth grade was, hey, swivel hips. And I was like, oh, I guess I swivel my hips.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the greatest podcast on planet Earth, as voted by me and Nick. So, <laughs> we're about to start off and, you know, we've got a very, very um, special guest today, but obviously, you know who I am. It's Mr. Femi. And you know who I am. I'm not going to say who I am, because you just know. Irrelevant. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is the Uncovered Podcast with Nick and Femi. So, today we've got a very special guest, as per, as per usual, but this one's a bit more... Um, we're more elite. We're more elite. we more elite. We've, we've upgraded know? a little bit, you we've know. We've upgraded now, you know. <laughs> no more Tyler Roos. <laughs> <laughs> so right now we've got someone that you know we all know and we all love. He, we've all seen him on our TV screens. Um, you know, he's a host, a presenter, and the reigning king of the jungle, depending on when you read the, when you watch this. <laughs> uh, we've got the one and only Mr. Richard Reed. Mm-hmm. How well, are you,
0: uh, man? very. You know what? If my head wasn't big, it was just huge now. Gosh, you guys, that's really nice. That's really n- I feel very special being elite. <laughs> I'm not used to that.
2: <laughs> we just want to make you feel special. Yeah. We didn't mean it. <laughs> yeah, I know, I
0: know. You're gonna ask me for money, I know. <laughs>
1: Uh, this is what this whole podcast is about. It's just forty five minutes of us asking you to just give us donations and okay. So starting off at one hundred thousand dollars. Oh wow!
0: <laughs> and just goes up from there. Up wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, if you would have won the amazing race, then you wouldn't be hitting me up for money. Too soon. Oh, too soon! <laughs> I know, I know, I know.
2: I blame these two. <laughs> I couldn't do anything about it. It was out of my control.
1: Uh, but look, mate, look. What we like to do at the start of every podcast is like we have to do a little bit of an icebreaker. Okay. We like to be able to get to know you whilst keeping you on your toes. You're right. And, you know, <laughs> let them, let them, you know make it a little bit interesting.
2: Okay, okay, <laughs> it's okay, a hard okay. We're
1: better talking, let's ease into it. That's
0: okay. It. okay. Look, ease into it. Ease into
2: it. So, Nick, do you want to explain to me what we're about to do? Oh, man. Honestly, I'm still trying to figure it out myself because you, <laughs> you mentioned it to me a little bit and I still wasn't getting it. So, I'm like, I'll probably give that to you.
1: All right, fantastic. So, the way that <laughs> yeah. we're about to do, we're going to play a little bit of a game, a little bit of a card game. Oh. It's called... It's called just the guessing card game. The, <laughs> the game. Okay. Yeah. so filling guessing Okay. i an exclusive. I'll explain the, the rules to it really quickly. So, the starts off, you say red or black, and, re- and depending if you get it right or wrong, if you get it wrong, you have to answer a question that you don't want to answer.
0: Oh, okay. Now, oh. we all okay. want to know,
1: but... You probably don't
0: want to answer. okay. How do you know that it's a question I don't want to answer? We're about to find yeah. out, yeah, we're okay? Okay, okay, <laughs> okay.
1: And if you get that, if you get all the way to the top, so it goes black or red, higher or lower, in or out, and you'll make sense as we go. If you get all the way It'll to the sense. end, yeah, we know you're on King of the Jungle. We were, I'm a Celebrity, get me yeah. out of here. Mm-hmm. And the number one icon on I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here was what the star.
2: Oh, the star, yes, oh.
1: Some delicious star pies, you know. (laughs) Feel free to sponsor us, Woolworths, you know. um, Put
2: it out there so they can all see it. Shout out to Woolies, (laughs) sponsor us. The star pie,
0: yeah. Those stars, they were everything in the jungle. Absolutely. So
1: it's our little memento to you, you know. Okay. And they're delicious. We love these Woolies uh, star pies, so.
0: Well, I, I hope that I will deserve and earn them.
1: I hope so, too. But then I also don't, because I want to answer these questions. Okay, then. okay, okay. So let's get straight okay. into it. All right. So, Nick, you want to go with the... And I'll
0: take your word for it. I'm not quite sure I understand the card thing, but I will take Just your word high. for it. Okay.
2: Yeah. <laughs> so, red or black? Just guess. Black. Do-doosh. High or lower? I'll show it up to the camera. I'll show us to the camera. Got black. Red. I'm higher or lower than this one? Than this number? Uh, lower. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Show the camera. Sorry, mate. Um, in or out? In or out? Yeah. Yeah. What does
0: that mean, in or out?
1: Is it between four and nine, but it can't be four or nine?
0: Ah. So five to eight. Within or out? Out of it. Yeah. Uh, I'd say
1: out.
2: Oh, he's good. He's good. On. He said out. Yeah, he's in. He got ace. Like he's out, like he's like onto the next stage. Is what I'm oh, yeah 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 yeah. Right. yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you are making
0: one? up the. You're making up the. We're goals. not making this up. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. What's and the, the last one?
2: The last is. um, not, is number. Face or no face? Yeah, face or no face. So is it a picture or is it not a picture?
0: No face.
1: Please, face. Oh, hang on. What do you mean? Got it wrong, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: swear. I swear. It's the cards. the It was the cards. Oh, the mystical cards. Alright. It's time for a question. It is
1: time for a question. Let's um Which one should we ask him first? You
2: know, I'm really excited to hear about this one. I think that's a funny one. Which one would you date a fan? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Richard
1: King. Let's ask a quick question. Yeah. Here.
2: Yeah, yeah, we, yeah.
1: We've gotten a lot of this we've got a lot of this requested. First of all, would you date a fan? Would I
0: date a fan? Yes. I would definitely date a fan. Yes, not a crazy fan like fatal attraction wants to boil <laughs> boil a bunny fan, but yeah, sure I, I I who doesn't want to date someone that likes you, you know?
1: Have you ever dated a fan?
0: I have not dated a fan. <laughs> <laughs>
2: What that uh, yeah. Means. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I haven't dated a fan. Um, but aren't you ever concerned that they're just too obsessed, like they know your whole life story and everything, that it's a bit weird in the relationship if you were to ever date one? Um, you know, pretty much I, I, I look for
0: people who actually don't know what I do. You know, there's all those people who's like, I'm like, well, I do TV. And they're like, oh, well, I don't watch TV. And I'm like, good, we can go out. <laughs> You know, uh, but once someone Googles me, then they have a lot of questions about yeah, what I do. They might not understand it. Like, you're, not, you're in the jungle? You're a reality show? You're Celebrity? You know, so it, it just all depends. It all depends. But when it comes to a fan, and if they were too stalker then no way, no how.
1: Yeah, same. Because, like, we're super famous now, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah. So we can relate to that 100%. Yeah. yeah like, what do you do? Saw- you-
1: as we saw, it, I made a great in um, in Campbelltown.
2: Uh, <laughs> crazy! I don't want to do this card game again. because nah, well you won it. You did
1: do it, and you I'm did. just upset. That's why I had to cheat a little bit. But yeah, that's okay. <laughs> um, no, you killed that one. So, what we're gonna do? We're gonna get straight into the the real juicy parts of the the whole podcast, and it's the first topic that we wanted to really talk about. So, it's obviously you're in an industry, right? And you've been openly gay for mm. a, a long time. Mm. Right? So how was that at the beginning? Right now, it's, I think you feel like it's a lot more accepted. It's a little bit easier, in your opinion. That's the first question. Then what was it like back in the day?
0: Oh, well, back in the day, it was like non-existent. I remember when um, I first got into television, let's just say, it, it, for my career, uh, I wanted to be a reporter. Right? A, a news reporter, a hard news reporter. <laughs> and so I was working at a weekend uh, job, and just as a producer, and all of a sudden the, the reporter who was going to do a live shot called in sick. So my news director's read, Reed, you get your shot. You're going out to that fire up, up on the hill, and you're going to do live. And so I'm like, oh, my God, my big shot, my big shot. So I get out there, and there's, the house is on fire. And so I'm there, and they're like, okay, we're coming to you in three, two one and i'm like oh it's hot out here there's flames everywhere and i'm like oh my gosh it's crazy and then i go back to work and my boss is like reed come into my office and he's like that was a fire right and i'm like yeah and he goes people got hurt and i'm like yeah and he goes then why were you so damn happy (laughs) back on the desk so i realized that i really didn't have the uh, serious demeanor and and disposition and and they, everyone always says oh you read light which means you read too gay and so I was like oh well gosh okay but then I discovered that you could talk about movies and you know and be a little more uh, creative uh, flamboyant as it were and so I kind of found my niche but it wasn't something I was able to really openly talked about. And it was still like about five or seven years before the first Queer Eye for the Straight Guy came out. And I was like, oh, I was just ahead of the curve. And, and so I've always been a little ahead of the curve. And so when uh, uh, openly gay uh, TV personalities, hosts, reality show contestants come out and there just are, I like to feel I paved the way in some way for them.
1: 100%, 100%. So like, what was that kind of, what did it feel like when you were obviously going through the you had people making those comments, you were struggling, because like, people say, like you said, that you read too light, mm-hmm. you read too gay, like that would be hard to hear, right? Oh,
0: yeah. So, Growing up, everyone knew I was gay, except me. I was like, why are people so mean to me? Why do, why am I bullied at school? I don't understand. Like one of my nicknames in fifth grade was, hey, swivel hips. And I was like, oh, I guess I swivel my hips, you know? And so, yeah, it was challenging, especially when I first got into the business to have people say the very thing that bullies used to say about me. So I was like, God, when will I get a break? Yeah.
2: So when did you come to terms and just kind of accept it? Um, in terms of work? Yeah, like work or just in life in general, right? Well, gosh,
0: I would say when I just realized that I, I I am what I am, you know, that you really can't be anything besides what you are in this world. And believe me, I took lots of classes, not conversion therapy or anything like that, but definitely... Uh, I tried to control the way I talked. I tried to control the way I walked. I, you know, I tried to talk very serious for a while. You know, And it didn't work. I just wasn't very good at it. And so you know, once I just kind of stopped giving a shit, then things got better for me. Yeah. That's really
1: interesting, though, that you actually went through all those efforts to be able to change who you are, right? Yes. And like, obviously that's from the pressure of everybody else like talking yes. and making those comments. Do you ever feel like that at all? now
0: no i don't at all um i feel now if people don't like me they can get fucked
1: yeah <laughs> facts you know <laughs> facts. and, and
0: uh, I, as my dad always says there's an ass for every seat and a seat for every ass if you don't like what i'm saying turn the channel yeah.
2: mm. and i love that because i think that nowadays like in our generation like so many people are just not always happy with who they are, especially with like Instagram and all these social media platforms out there. It's just so easy for you to compare yourself to people. And I think that people really find it hard to just accept who they are and just embrace it. And what I really like about you Rich is that you've done that so well. Like you just put yourself out there on the big screens and you just showcase like, you know, I am who I am. And if you don't like me then like, Fuck off. Well, yeah. <laughs> I like it better when you say yeah. it. Yeah. Well, you know,
0: the thing was is is uh especially with my career in Australia, it it I never was anything besides who I am and people responded to that so well that it really kind of negated everything bad that people had said about like too loud, you know you know talks like a crow you know all of this stuff all my yeah, life and all of a sudden people were inviting me into their their living rooms their lounge rooms their bedrooms, their bedrooms you know morning TV uh-huh. and I was just I was just really so thrilled by that that Australia has embraced my personality
1: Absolutely. and it's really wonderful so we're definitely pioneering it like because it's I honestly <laughs> think that you might no, because I feel like you don't actually realize how big of like a, a deal that you are for a lot of people that are trying to just be themselves doesn't mean if they're trying to be gay or they're trying to be anything. Because, like, Mm. even for my example, right, like, we're black in a very, very, a very, very, like, Anglo country Mm -hmm. and Anglo industry. So, for me, always, I always kind of felt like I was wearing an away jersey in, like, wherever, wherever we are. Away jersey. So, it's Mm. like, even when I go back home, I don't feel like, when I go back to Nigeria, I don't necessarily feel like I'm fully at home. And I don't feel like I'm necessarily fully at home here. So I always feel like I'm on that away side, mm. which is something similar that I can really relate with people, like with gay people, by transgender, whatever it is. Is because you always are feeling like there's that box that you're not fitting into. So for you to just be unapologetically yourself, it's huge, man.
0: Oh, well, thank you. I, I, I appreciate that because I realized a lot of times that I was being Paranoid like people they're they're talking about me in some way in a bad way that they're thinking things that are bad about me when one day I realized well they're not thinking bad things about me because they're not even thinking about me and they're too busy thinking about themselves right. So it's really kind of my ego, like, oh, they must be thinking about me. They must be thinking bad things about me. They're not thinking about me. I'm not thinking about you. Why would you think about me? And all of a sudden, I felt as if a weight had been lifted off my shoulders. Yeah. I don't know what you're thinking. And really, it's really not my business what you're thinking about me, unless you're right in my face saying something bad. It's not really my business.
1: That's exactly mm-hmm. right. And that's what we always say. It's mm-hmm. The moment you take the ego out of your life, <gasps> and you realize that, like, no one really gives that much of a shit about you. Yeah. It's like you actually... <laughs> <laughs> no. see,
0: see, but like, it's hard to hear it. It's like, yeah. you no know, one really cares that much of we about all, you. Except we all care about Nick. Yeah, <laughs> obviously. Oh, right.
2: I can't believe really it, that's why I'm like, oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Kind
1: of awesome. that, that hurt a little yeah. bit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, so you just want to make this to Nick and Ray- and Richard Raid show? Yeah, well, die, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's hard
0: being so good looking, isn't it? Oh, uh, right. Yeah. We had a big chat about this oh, it's so uh, funny.
2: Uh, I wouldn't even get into the nitty-gritties of it because it's going to take over the whole podcast. Yeah, but yeah. accepted that he's not that good looking. Okay. Yeah. And the majority is personality. That's what we've come
0: to <laughs> do So uh, uh, Well, it balances out, you know? 70-30, but Yeah, yeah. 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 You can
1: wow. Call it wow, you just hijacked my whole, you know, inspirational talk No, you are about, you're about to say something good. I am going to say some good stuff. You were. But no, moving, but moving on. on. Yeah. <laughs> it's, um, it's ruined. <laughs> um, all right, cool. So, next thing we want to talk about is this is actually one that I was really excited to actually talk about. So, it's like we've touched on it a little bit, but I want to really get into what are your tips and your strategies and your tricks in order to actually manage your mental health oh. in such a tough industry and in such a tough environment climate that we're in right now. Like, what is your own self-care regime
0: sure sure well i was telling a friend the other day who tends to be a little bit negative Mm -hmm. sees the world you know just half glass empty oh blah 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 you know and i said you know every day i wake up and i remind myself to be positive this doesn't really come naturally to me. I, I can be like, oh the clouds are out, Oh it's too hot, Oh it's too cold, oh, my aching bones, I'm old. But what's the point of that? You gotta think, wow, I don't have one foot in the grave today, that's pretty damn lucky. Yeah. So I just really kind of, I really do try to be optimistic and it's really easy just to say, oh, think happy thoughts, but yeah. just not dwell on the negative. That's something that I do. Don't you guys, do you, do you try not to dwell on the negative? Yeah, I
2: think that, yeah, for myself personally, like we always, every time I wake up in the morning, I always have like this gratitude stage. And it's just me just talking to myself. I used to be quite loud and proud about it. But nowadays I'm just in myself. Like, what am I grateful for? Like the fact that, like you said, I, I, I'm awake. Like I'm alive. I, I didn't die in my sleep. Well, it happens to quite a few people. Like I'm still here and I'm forever grateful for that. And just like grateful for my friends, families, and people that supported supporting me. Like I think that's just... Gratitude
0: is a big one. It's a big one. And sometimes it's really good for me to do a gratitude list. And I don't want to sound like a greeting card. I really don't. But if you think that the basic thing is, I am so grateful that I'm healthy. Yeah. You know, I just had a birthday, I turned 55. Wow. And I've got my health. And that's, you know, and I'm fairly sane. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I've got a roof over my head. I've got a meal. It's just the the basic things, you know. And so, if you can remind yourself just to just to be to be grateful, yeah, one hundred
1: percent. And yeah. that's what we always do. Like we try to. I think it's important that you do it in the morning as well. Yeah, because you can't control your day, but you can always control your morning. Like the yeah. first bits that you get is like because the moment you let yourself get pinballed in in life and in meetings and phones, you lose that gratitude because you're like, fuck, man, I just got abused on the yeah. phone just yeah. now. Like, I have nothing to be grateful for. But when you set that intention initially, mm. it's a lot easier, I yeah. think. No, I I agree
2: with that.
0: Yeah. yeah. One strategy that helped me win the jungle. Yes, I am still the king. I'm a celebrity. <laughs> Get me out of here, at least for another couple months, depending on when you listen. But I, I went in there with a the mindset of, I'd rather be happy than right. Right. Mm. You know? Because I know I'm right. But I'm not going to engage with you because... You know, it's like, uh, okay, you know, what's, what's the point of fighting about something? It's not as if we're talking about world peace or something like that. You have an opinion, maybe we can disagree, but that doesn't mean that we have to get upset about it. I just yeah. try to stay calm. I really do try to stay calm. Mm. I
1: love that. I actually heard, um, Hassan Minaj, he, he said that like the question that his dad always used to pose to him was, is it better to be right or to be together? Yeah. it's like we're constantly having that battle of like the reason why we have disagreements or we we attack people or we have those kind of like portray negative thoughts on people is because we're trying to be right and they need to be wrong mm. but sometimes it actually it actually means fuck all really yeah and it's just be together be happy and just move on just yeah. really,
0: really uh, well what you just said reminds me uh, in my career when someone say is at a similar level in their career and all of a sudden they have a stroke of good luck like maybe get a new tv show or a magazine story or something like that oh, as hard as it is i have to remind myself that their success is not about my diminishment mm. Mm. and it's a hard one yeah. it's a, cause you're like oh shut them and me yeah. oh damn them you know when it's like Okay, just chill out, girl, you know, and just be, I don't have to be ecstatic for their success, but it can make me work harder, you know, I don't have to hate on them. How do I do that? Yeah, how do you do that? I just have to remind myself, you know, I'm no Mother Teresa. I know I look like her, but it's just, you just have to, you can have those moments, but you just have to recognize Yeah, I'm not perfect. I'm not I'm not a saint, you know, it's like, okay. yeah, I wish that was me. I wish I would have got it. When do I get mine? But it's like, you know what? I just have to keep my eye on my own personal prize and what I want to do and continue to raise my hand. That's one thing I've learned as I get older. No one's going to give you anything in this world unless you ask for it.
1: 100%.
0: Yeah. People aren't mind readers. I know I can read your mind, Nick. What am I thinking? Oh, I know I look good under these clothes. <laughs> but no.
2: <laughs> I, got my psychic, I got my psychic powers I just like, on. I was still all the what you were saying. I'm just like... Yeah, yeah, I yeah you my, got my, lost in cameras. my eyes.
0: But, you know, it's it's there's nothing to be ashamed of by being ambitious. For some reason, that word has... Um, a bad connotation, you know. Mm. You can be assertive. You can have ambition. You don't need to push people in front of a train or to get out of your way, but you just have to let people know that what you want, and yeah. you have to show that you have the goods to back it up. Right?
2: Yeah, hundred percent. Love that. Yeah. I just wanted to kind of change the dynamic a little bit. Mm. Cause I, as I was watching you, obviously get crowned the King of the Jungle. Yeah. During the time you were talking a little bit about why you actually doing it and why yeah. you actually chose Beyond Blue. And I remember you were talking a little bit about, as your upbringing, you had your mother that was going through a bit of mental health issues at the time, and you always felt that like you couldn't really talk about it,
1: mm. and
2: that like, you know, sharing it out there would kind of be ashamed or embarrassed, or there'd be this kind of stigma attached. So I kind of just want to delve into that a bit more and be like, like what was that actually like? Yeah, it was
0: very uh, challenging. Growing up, um, you know, my mother would have mood swings, you know, or, oh, that's just mom. And... Uh, it was only later on that I discovered that she had her first mental breakdown when she was in year 12 wow. and she was hospitalized uh, for uh, acute depression and uh, she had been uh, medicated for a number of years with real those hardcore psychiatric drugs back in the day yeah, yeah. Um, where you just kind of turn into a zombie. Um, but somehow, uh, she found some the right medication or just basically stabilized, and those kind of mood swings were uh, few and far between, mm-hmm. um, but then all of a sudden, they would hit, and we wouldn't really know what to do. Like, mom didn't want to get out of bed. Mom didn't want to talk. Mom didn't want to cook, or she'd have the opposite, where it's like, oh, mom just pulled up in a brand new Cadillac and didn't tell dad she was going to buy a new car. You know, like, wow, everything's great. And so it caused a lot of strife in their, in their marriage and upset in the family. But it, it, when those things would happen... My parents would retreat. They were very active in the church and in their community. And when those episodes would happen, they would just shut the door and not let anyone into our lives. And we were told not to discuss it with anyone. So it was, it was like a, a, a point of shame. It was a real point of embarrassment. And so uh, I, I really felt bad for my mother that she had to go through that.
2: Yeah. And how was that like, did you feel like, did you agree with that thought process of like, shying away from it and not saying anything at all?
0: No, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand that at all, but I, you know, went along with it. And then, you know, I left home, and uh, uh, went, you know, pursued my way in the world. And then my mother would have a real, about good years, good string like a decade, and then slide into depression. And then my stepfather would just you know shut the doors and not let people in, mm-hmm. and then it would get so bad that she'd have to be hospitalized mm-hmm. again so only later did I was just like you know you got to include these people mm-hmm. you know they they don't understand why your church community you're shutting people out yeah, yeah. you know you're not giving any explanation mm-hmm. or anything so uh In a lot of ways, I was doing it for my mother and for other people who suffer in that way in silence, letting them know they don't have to. I do feel in many ways that uh, while I am doing, while I did do it for my mother, it's too late for my mother in a lot of ways, Um, but hopefully other people won't have to wait to get help.
1: Yeah, so that's my big passion because we're in this silence epidemic with mental health where it's so taboo to speak about. Mm -hmm. And I think it goes on both parts of like, people are scared to hear it because we don't hear it enough. Mm -hmm. And also people are scared to talk about it because we have this impression that people are going to either try to... Diagnose us or have have their own two cents in the in the situation Mm. and and a big thing like from my experience right when I was going through a lot of hard times was the reason why I never spoke about it is because I would always be scared of sympathy. I would always be like, I don't want to have sympathy and made me feel like I'm weak or I can't like I'm like this or poor you type of person. So I would never speak about it, and I wouldn't want to go through having answering those questions and people giving you these advice when they don't, you know, like they're just trying to pity you. Mm -hmm. And that's the big thing. I think that the moment that we can start having these conversations and people can hear the perspectives from every angle, then we'll be a lot smarter in the Mm. way that we approach the conversation. And it'll be a lot easier for people to have the conversation.
0: Very, that's very insightful. I know that it is, you know, we're male, Males do not like sympathy, you know, right. don't feel sorry for me. Exactly. you know, so that that was that's I learned something there. Also, we all need to just listen to each other sometimes. Mm-hmm. Some you know, I only have a few friends. Who I feel I can pour my heart out to or say, oh, I'm feeling low. Because I have a whole bunch of other friends that you'll say, oh, I'm feeling low. Well, you need to do this, this, this. Everyone's trying to fix you. Don't try to fix me. Just be my friend and listen to me. Go ahead and co-sign my bullshit for like 10 (laughs) minutes. Be like, yeah, that is fucked. You know, but... Everyone wants to fix everyone else.
2: Exactly, because they you feel know? like that's the way they need to respond. But sometimes the the medication <laughs> is just being let me voice what I have to say, and then yeah. I feel good. You know, I just yeah. I wanna, I don't want to keep it all in, and I think that's the issue because people feel like they just want to keep it all in. Then it's gonna keep going, keep going, keep going until eventually it's gonna tick, and then it's like a bomb explosion. Yeah, you start hearing all these things We're like, oh wait, where did all this come from? And it's like, mate, like I've been holding this in for years, but I didn't want to mention it because I felt like you're gonna start. You know, diagnose me, give me all your yeah. tips and tricks, but
0: it's like. You just you know? need either uh, one friend to talk to yeah. or maybe one, you know, uh, therapist or maybe even if it's an online chat room, yeah. you know, where you can be other people are, you know, talking about their problems. That's one good thing about Beyond Blue. It's an online resource center mm. where you can pick up little, you know, tricks and tips on on just how to feel better, less depressed less anxious, but you can also talk to someone on the phone. They don't know you. They're not going to be like, oh, yeah, hey, Nick, is that you? You know, they wouldn't be, like Nick would be the one, hey, help me. Nick, Nick, I saw you on Amazing Race. (laughs) Don't you even try putting on that fake voice. (laughs) But, you know, that's that's all you need. I mean, that's not all you need, but it is a start. Baby steps. Baby steps.
1: Hundred percent, and I think it doesn't even just go into you know like depression and anxiety. It could be any form Mm. of mental health, yeah, because. I feel like depression, anxiety is now, we're getting a bit more comfortable talking about it, mm. but the a lot more psychotic illnesses as well. Mm. Nobody ever wants to talk no. about it. Nobody ever wants to talk about it. So it's like, those are important to get out as well, yeah. because even though maybe talking about it isn't gonna yeah. fix it, but it's gonna make you more comfortable to go seek proper help. Yeah. Yes. And that's the important thing. Yeah. That's the reason why we're, we're even here, man. That's really like the main thing. I love
0: that. Well, sense. also, you know, depression, Anxiety, uh, paranoia, the little things. I think, like they say about anything with your health, early detection to try to to try to nip those things in the bud. Because what if it is leading to something bigger, like yeah, schizophrenia wrong. or yeah. something like that? Right. It's check it out right away. Yeah. You know, uh, uh, honestly, you know, the homeless problem mm-hmm. in around the world is so bad. You know, you always think, oh, they must be a skid row drunk or a drug addict or no. A lot of those people are mentally ill. Yeah. And perhaps they went off their medication and just fell off the radar. Yeah. Or maybe a mental institution was, you know, had to cut back on funds. And it's like, oh, well, we'll put you out on the street. And now they're on the street. Yeah, You know, that's honestly yeah. one of my biggest fears is, you know,
1: you'd be so surprised. Like we've worked in the in the industry for many, many years mm. and you'd be surprised how often that actually happens mm. in terms of like that you're spot on. Like people will get off their medications and because they're so unwell, they don't even want to be, you know, re- they don't want to go into a home and because yeah. there might be, you know, there's such a shortage on, on government housing. Like you can't just... How someone in the hospital yeah. so sometimes you get discharged into homelessness yeah. sometimes you get discharged into like very tough situations where it's, you have 72 hours crisis accommodation after that good luck yeah exactly. and, and it's it's and I'm not saying that we have the answers and the system's perfect or whatever it is but it's so common it's
2: usually not what you think uh, Um, when it comes to homelessness yeah, 100%. 100% And I just really love that thing that you said Richard about early detection right because the exact same way people, like, the comparison I always like to say is just like your physical health, right? It's like as soon as you hear, like, some cracks in, like, your elbow, like, straight away, like, oh, what's going on? Am I getting arthritis? Right. Let me go to the doctor straight away. But as soon as people start feeling that that mentally they're feeling a bit low, yeah. maybe I'm not as social anymore, they don't want to do anything about it because they have this, they're just ashamed to talk about someone, but it's like, Why? You don't need to be. As yeah. soon as people can start feeling the same way about their phys- about their mental health as they do with their physical health, I feel like we'll be on the right path and we'll be actually start to make some massive progress.
1: So the last thing that I want to kind of talk about was like, we know what you did do. We know where you, how you kind of got here, right? Like you just explained that to us quite briefly. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, got, you were in TV, you wanted to be a news reporter, yes, right? Yes, so yes. I, like, I want to know like, what would you, what didn't you do in your journey that you wish that you did do that may have made you enjoy the journey more mm. or would have changed the course? Or what would be something that you wish you did do? And if you could tell yourself again, what would you do? Gosh,
0: um, career-wise or personally-wise? Right. whichever way you can take Well, I wished when I was younger, let's say in my 20s and just beautiful, Um, I wish I would have been more secure and understood that youth is really wasted on the young. If I'd have been really smart and really secure and been like beautiful, man, I could have ruled the world, but I was just an insecure mess. Um, So yeah, I wish I could have uh, had someone, a mentor or someone in my life who would have just kind of kept me a little more grounded and not, get lost in my and get in my own way um let's see what else would i have done i think i would have uh quit drinking a lot earlier because i haven't drank for oh nearly 10 years now and i just decided you know i don't want to be a person who's hungover. <laughs> i don't want to be a person who looks a lot older than they are I don't want to be a person who doesn't remember what they did the night before. Mm. Also, um, you know how you have really good heart-to-hearts with people and like people really open up to you and share their thoughts? Mm. Well, I I was having a lot of those heart-to-hearts with people where they're pouring their heart out to me, and the next day they'd be like, wow, thanks for listening Last night, and I'd be like, "Huh? What are you talking about?" (laughs) And I don't remember. I didn't want to be that friend. Mm -hmm. I really wanted to be a good friend to people. I and so uh, I wish I would have quit drinking and uh, uh, gotten a little more serious about my life earlier on. Mm -hmm. Did you make me just say that? Yes, Yes, we did. You guys are (laughs)
2: good. But you've come a long way, but like you've still done well for yourself, nonetheless, man. So.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I always held a job. You know, I always held a job.
2: Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. But you know, it's just, I just think it's more of a clarity thing. More of a clarity thing.
2: And I think that's important, that awareness and that reflection is just super important because like, I don't think enough of the time that we actually give ourselves the opportunity to just reflect and be like, wow, like, Mm. and even give ourselves a pat on the back, you know, like, like Mm. we've done well, like, even though we've gone through all this kind of bull crap on the journey, it's like, you know, I'm still here and I got that awareness and being able to share that with the youth and our listeners, I think is super valuable, man. And I appreciate that.
1: In just the time, we've just got 16 more questions to ask you. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Nah, so we've got our final questions that we like to ask, you know. Little rapid fire.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Um, so quick answers as quick, well. Quick, quick answers. Super <laughs> You're quick. You're like looking at me. Quick answer. <laughs> I don't want to hear your yeah. story. I don't want to hear what we happened got in it. your life. You Understand, man? Right. Yeah. We get it, Dad. <laughs> don't drink. All right. All right. God, I need a beer. Uh, okay.
1: So super, super quick. Yep. One sentence. Two sentences. Unless it's really interesting, then. <laughs> love it. Yeah. All right. First one. Favorite movie silence of the
0: lambs yeah you didn't hear that coming did you
1: banger N- <laughs> Absolutely that's
0: a that's nice that. twisted feel bad movie oh, yeah. man it's good yeah, some twisted twisted yeah, shit in that movie <laughs> Yo, that's,
1: yeah that's just not normal if you haven't watched that watch it in the middle of the night by yourself highly recommend yeah
0: <laughs> oh my god it is a classic movie classic love that
1: all right favorite travel destination oh Gosh! No, no. No, no. <laughs> oh,
0: um, well, in America, I like Palm Springs. I like Palm Springs because oh, yeah. it's warm and it's really chill and relaxed. And um, gosh, I like Hamilton Island in Australia. That's really quite pretty.
1: Mm, these are really interesting answers. Really. Uh, are they? Yeah. <laughs> like, most people say I know. Like I don't know. Bali. Bali. Yeah, yeah, Bali.
0: I'm dying to go to, Bali. You been to Bali. No, I haven't.
2: I'm dying to go.
1: What? Yeah
2: she just ask us. We could have bought you a ticket, like, yeah, no. like, like uh, ages ago. huh. will I will wear sponsorship. <laughs> um,
1: uh, so most important thing in your life, item-wise.
0: Oh, what's the most
1: important? And not uh, your phone, laptop, technology, like, just, like, your most important, like, item.
0: Yeah. Gosh. That's a tough one. I would say my Bible. Yes, it's, it was my mother's Bible when she was a child. Oh, wow. So it's a little teeny one and I, I keep it in a suitcase so it travels everywhere with me. I don't have it out and I'm not like, oh, Psalms 23, <laughs> um, but I have it in my suitcase. So I, wow. that's something that's, that's very, very something very dear to me.
1: What's, your, what's the most attractive quality in someone, in your opinion?
0: Oh, well, of course, a sense of humor is really good and um, I think a sense of humility. And nice teeth. Both you guys have nice teeth.
2: Thanks, (laughs) Colgate.
1: There you go. You were waiting for that one. (laughs) Sponsor us. Yes, I'm never leaving. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Alright. Number one tip or advice for life. We kind of touched that base, but like just a little bit of it.
0: Yeah. Sure. Uh, My number one tip for life and getting by came from my father who said to me, Richard, accept the reality of the situation that you can wish all you want and you can complain all you want about things aren't fair, things didn't go my way, I wish I was here, but you have to accept the reality of the here and now and then act accordingly you like that one i like that one well, that's, i'm gonna give that one to you for free thank you. but yeah but you know what i mean you yeah, just really have to is. accept it, yeah, is it is what, what it is. is
1: yeah yeah you know I love that that's amazing Whoa. i'm gonna take uh. that advice
2: and put that in my pocket
1: <laughs> 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 no nah, but
2: honestly that was great man and i really well, enjo- thank you i really enjoyed this conversation i think right. that's so valuable and i think that we saw another side of you that i don't think many people get to see that's what I feel.
0: Really? I feel
2: well, you know, people. Uh,
0: when I was in the jungle, for I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Um, people, I said, you know what? We got to know a, a side of you we didn't yeah. we didn't know existed. We're used to the razzle dazzle and yeah. all of that. And I'm like, really? I always feel I'm the same all the time. Mm. I do. So uh, apparently, I'm not. <laughs> 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 Enough people said it, yeah. but you know, you don't, you know. Uh, it's good to know. It's yeah. good to it's good to know that uh people like all sides of me.
1: Yeah. It's amazing. And
0: if and if everyone, if anyone who's listening, just know that people will like all sides of you, even the not so great ones.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nick. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah, Nick. <laughs> Nick doesn't have many great times. So. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. mate. Still love ya. That's it. But yeah, that's it, man. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Uncovered podcast where we sit down every week. Every week. And uh, have awesome conversations with amazing people. Oh, this
0: is called Uncovered? I thought it was called The Greatest Podcast in the World. It is also
1: The Greatest Podcast in the World.
0: (laughs) I signed up to be on The Greatest Podcast in the World. Not Uncovered. Uncovered is small. It's in small font.
2: Okay. (laughs) Okay. Uh, 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 Size 74 is fun. Well,
0: let me just say that I, I think both you guys are absolutely brilliant and you just have such a great energy and a beautiful spirit about you. Otherwise, I wouldn't have you in my home and I wouldn't be even letting you ask me
2: these questions. So I love that, man. appreciate it. It's that. true. Thank it's you so cool. much. I told them that this was at my house. Yeah. My <laughs> <way. It's> my- <laughs> no, but honestly, thank you so, so much, man. Really appreciate it. We'll be back next week. We'll have another fascinating conversation with somebody else and that's wow. it. Peace yeah. Up, baby. Adiós.